Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. How are we doing today, Toast? What do we got? Oh, it's a, it's a great day here. And uh, Toast in the Morning. You know. You're. Oh. Oh, I guess you want to steal the spotlight from me, huh? Honestly, that sounds good because I'm real hyped right now. Coming off, oh. it's 11 11 right now. Actually, make a wish, everybody out there. But Rutgers just came off a massive win off of Illinois, trying to finish that season strong. Was it Illinois? Indiana, my apologies. I didn't mean there Illinois. we go. We already beat Indiana. I mean, Illinois. We don't worry about them. But we just beat Indiana on a huge buzzer beater by Ron Harper Jr. And now we go into our last home game of the season, last game of the season against Penn State on Sunday. And Rutgers has 11 win losses now, uh, so it's looking like a borderline team, but you know, hoping they can make a nice push in the Big Ten tournament and make the March Madness. That season, is that, type, is that part of the year? We'll be out there representing. We'll be there watching the game. I mean, we got some real ballers on this roster, and you know, it'll be electric if they can make it into the tournament. Last year was fun. They should have gone a lot farther. Yeah, I can't believe they sure. didn't beat Houston. That was a real tough one. They just kind of fell apart in the last minute, which they usually don't. This yeah. is like one of the more clutch teams in college basketball, multiple game winners and multiple runs in the last couple minutes of the game. But you know what? It happens. They lost against a real tough team. And I think they make the final four last year. If they, it's hard, tough to say that. I mean, but Houston had an easy path after they beat Rockers. They played like an eleven and eight seed, I think, or an eleven something and like fourteen, that. something like that. Yeah. They, I think they played that hot Syracuse team too and smacked them around. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's that's when uh, Buddy Bayheim really fell off his. No. Fell off. He, he no he. Spurs onto the scene, like no, it was just like he fell off against like in that Houston game. Oh, okay, yeah, he burst onto the scene that that yes, that March Madison was saying that yeah. Houston game, and everyone was like, ah, but I don't know. I haven't been keeping up. How I don't know if he's doing any good this season, but I, I won't. One thing I know is Syracuse is not that good this year, so yeah, we Rutgers killed him. That's ah, it might work, but that, who cares, you know. I've been watching a lot more NBA basketball now. We've lost a little bit. You know, we lost our football, which is coming back soon, but we're getting to our draft conversation. We should start. We'll start putting together some mock drafts little by little. Um, That's part of the year. USFL coming April, spring football. It's coming back. And then the XFL teaming up with the NFL with some of the rules. They should right. imagine they bring in the uh, one to three point conversion. System, well, they did. Oh, in the NFL, that that would be uh, silly. Really, how would silly. you feel about that? Well, I would. Only thing I would say is that's why the XFL is the best league. <laughs> they just trying to imitate them. Yeah, you know, and you know, speaking of, uh, you know, we like to talk about some well-run leagues like the XFL with those cool rules. But you know, it's not a good league and not well-run. The MLB. the MLB, the MLB is awful. Let me tell you, we said it last time before they made the announcement, but wow, it's such a good sport, an American sport, and it's just it's being run into the ground. The MLB is terrible. Rob Manfred needs to go. Mike Trout made a statement today. I retweeted on our uh, Twitter. He made a statement saying 
how you know those are the more players standing together staying unified and it, he's completely right it was all it was a very petty move by the league and manfred they don't want to negotiate and wanted to maintain their leverage on a very silly situation it was a very middle school fight-esque it's funny because the cba stands for a collective bargaining agreement there was no bargaining there was no b there was nothing no it, it was i want this and only this there, and I can guarantee now there's going to be no baseball this year. We're not seeing a baseball season. I The best case scenario now is we miss, I guess, those the two series that they've canceled. Honestly, the best case scenario is we miss a month. Like if we get baseball before May is a miracle. It's just there's I no don't way. see it getting done. There's been zero communication. There's There's going to be nothing. Rob Manfred know, needs to be. Yeah. I don't know what kind of system there is with that. Like, that with commissioners, you have to like impeach them. Owners have to vote. I don't know what it is, but he needs to go. Well, you got to think of the commissioner. The commissioner's boss is technically the owners. Mm. You know, he, he works for the owners. That's why he's on the these the the commissioner is on the MLB side. He's he's working with the owners. It's. It sucks. It really just sucks. I like he is Rob Manfred is the worst commissioner in North American sports. There is no question. Goodell look amazing. Goodell is can wipe like the thing was with, with Roger Goodell, I think, is is he perfect? Absolutely not. But it feels like sometimes, like for example, he definitely put at the, the product dra- on the field though. For sure. At the draft. You know, it's the, there's the classic when he comes up booing, all that, whatever. And it's mainly for majority of NFL fans, it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the one it's like we do every year. We just, we boom because boo, man, uh, boo Goodell, boo. When like, like Man Brady situation. Yeah. But, but when, when, when the World Series comes around, if we have one this year and Rob Manfred is presenting the trophy, people are going to boo. And it's not because it's like, Oh, boo commissioner. It's a place of hatred. It's a place of you are ruining this sport. You are ruining this sport, not for right now, but for the long run, people don't care about this sport. They haven't cared in this sport for two decades. Like, the well, last... those athletes, nobody knows the play. You know, these guys it's... are going unrecognized. It, it, the league is crumbling. Baseball is dying. It's a. It's just. It's awful, and like it shouldn't be that hard because you got stars. You got stars. Oh, you got plenty of stars now with the, these young kids. Between Tatis and yeah otani but he's like 26 27 my mind is blinking otani is the next babe ruth for for god's sake and i have yet to see him since like all-star break yeah you got got jacob de grom you got garrett cole you got other guys that are full of personality and vladdy jr yeah, vladdy jr I know he didn't have a great year, but Francisco Lindor, like that's that's a personality, like very marketable guys with big personalities. Yeah, for sure. It's I was just frustrated, just just refreshing Twitter and just 
hoping something was going to happen because Monday night it was reported like at midnight that there was a that they were making progress. There was gonna, their potential was, was going to be a deal because originally the oh there you go uh, the 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 deadline that was planned for midnight on February twenty eighth. On Monday, they extended it to Tuesday at 5 p.m. So I was like, oh, my God, they, they're going to do this. But it just seemed like it was just a way to get fans happy and fans to get on their side in order to be like, oh, the, the MLB was trying and they were it's, all trying. The, it's all the union's fault. It, it's it's like we, we, we got duped. We got duped. It's like SpongeBob. We've been duped. We've been Schmeckeldorf. It's it's all that we got, we got screwed over, and then you have to watch Rob Manfred and his goofy ass go on, go, go, and on smile. The, go and just smile like what an absolute how brain dead can you be like commissioner? Not only are you just like not only is he bad at the bargaining and the business side, as a commissioner you need good public speaking, and and that's what Ken Rosenthal said. He came out with the tweet. He was talking about that. And I absolutely agree. Is you gotta present yourself. And I, I know like, if you presented yourself like, oh, uh, we were, you know, without the smile, people will probably still see through it. But it now with you smiling, it's it's easy. It's like you got it right there. It's clear, oh, he clearly didn't give a crap. Clearly, this was just a joke. The fact that he doesn't want baseball is absolutely disgusting. Screw him and screw all the owners and screw all everyone a part of the MLB side in the bargaining agreement. Absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. Shirts to have him with the clown outfit on. It's absolutely embarrassing. I I hate I hate them. I absolutely hate them. They will never be on the good side of things. These people suck. Maybe all these the people XFL suck. Trans translates over to the XBL. The XLB. Oh, yeah. Extreme, XLB. extreme league baseball. I'd, I'd watch. I'm, I'm going to watch. I'm gonna have to watch some Japanese baseball this year. Japanese, Korean. I think Masahiro uh, Tanaka cool. is still playing. Masahiro. There we go. Uh, I'll watch. There's that Ty- Taiwanese, Mexican baseball, Dominican Republic. DR's anywhere. Anywhere. See, like, the thing is, though, I'll, I'll go to the men's softball league down the road. I'll, it doesn't, I'll go it doesn't affect affiliate leagues, which is not non affiliate leagues, which is nice. So we can go watch, like, what's the uniform where they wear the like the one where they wear like all banana outfits? Well, like minor league baseball, yeah, but not, no, it's not a minor, they're non affiliate banana suit. What, 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 what like, like weird Nickelodeon mid- uniforms? What mid nineties Nickelodeon show are you talking about? Like, hold on, they're really at the Google Banana Baseball Team now. Banana Baseball Team, what is this? That's got to be a minor league thing. Like, they're a minor league baseball team, and they just have like yeah, the Savannah Bananas. They wear they wear kilts. Are, 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 wait, what? This is a real thing. Yeah, look it up. They play in the Coastal Plain League. Oh, so like an independent league. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess we got to go to the team are the Macon Bacon, the Savannah Sand Nats, the Rocket City Trash Pandas. I remember the Sand Nats were actually a, an affiliate for the for the Mets years ago. Actually, they were a minor leaguer, minor yeah. league effect. So like here are some, uh, I'll throw up some sample photos, but they, you know, they wear a nice like yellow kilt with their hats. 
was this like are we going back to the 1900s I'm trying to see with the focus. Oh well, well yeah, I can see it. If you yeah. look up, look up Savannah Bananas. Just some nice photos. Honestly, I'm gonna have to pick them up as, as my new favorite team if the MLB doesn't play this year. We'll be yeah. Savannah Banana fans. Yeah, new fan. Where do they play? Is the question. Savannah, Savannah, Georgia. Is that is it? They play in Savannah, Georgia, right? I would think so. Unless there's a Savannah, New Jersey. Or New York, Savannah, PA. Is it PA? I have no clue. I'm just guessing at this point. But um, yeah. The moral of the story here. MLB boo. Savannah, mm, Georgia, boo. right? Savannah, Georgia. And I, I brought this up. Be like, sponsor us. We'll wear some Savannah, the Savannah we'll, banana merch. We'll, we'll play. Yeah, we'll, we'll wear some. Uh, some kilts on the episode. We'll, you know, run it back and to the, our older days. I'll play left bench. You'll take center. No, I was, well, come on. You think I was the fastest guy on the field? <laughs> That's a you center clearly, bench, though. No, you no, you clearly don't understand. Obviously, first base is semi semi sized guy, like plus sized. Second base is guy who can't throw. Like a tall catcher plays first base. Yes, tall catcher. Second base is guy who can't throw, who doesn't have a big arm, doesn't have a strong arm and inaccurate. Yeah, he's like a small shortstop. Yes. Shortstop is coaches get third base is like tall, lanky kid who has an absolute rifle. <laughs> and there's Pete waving, obviously not. Left field was left field, which is where I played for like a majority of my left field years. was like your best outfielder when you were nine, but then when you're like 18 is not the best outfielder anymore. Yeah, I, I want, I'm going to go on the uh, not so great outfielder part yes. of my end. The field oh, is fastest like, kid. Fastest kid. That, that's the fastest kid on the team. Fastest kid. And then best right athlete. field. Them yeah. the center field are the best. And the shortstop yeah. are the best athlete. And then right field. If you're under 12, is like the kid that doesn't belong playing baseball. Yes. And then everything after 12 is like your big bat, rifle arm, muscular outfielder. But, but man, you got no range. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, what I want to end it off here is. You know, there's always a in, in life, there's like a spectrum. Everything's got, you know, the world's got to be balanced. Everything's got to balance everything. So you have to play um, the uh, pinch run. I'm talking here, Pete. So please, all, right. uh, all conversations after the fact. Although I don't even know what you try to bring up, but it's okay. We'll try. Um, so there was some good things like. The New York Mets spending money. Max Scherzer, Best. Starling Marte. Here's Buck Showalter. Happiness for all Mets fans. Don't and then here, you. and then, and then here's the here's the other side of the negative, which is no season. It's, everything is balanced. Make a nice meme with that. A lot of Mets fans are have kind of realized it's like, it. it's like that State Farm commercial where he has like the the dollar bill on the. On the fishing post, like you almost had it, you almost had. It. Yeah, we almost had it. All right. Look, even if the Mets didn't make those signings, I would have been excited to begin with because I love baseball. You love baseball, but it made it even sweeter that Steve, Uncle Steve, 
Steve Cohen was spending a lot of money, and here we are, no season. Yes, hell yeah. And it doesn't help that the Wizards are mediocre and the Canadians suck. So, hell yeah. Honestly, I have no other statements in baseball. Baseball is upsetting me right now. Screw Manfred. Screw the owners. Screw all them. Well, NBA basketball, right? So my Nets are struggling. They're like eighth seed in the West, and in the West, in the East. Um, KD's coming back Thursday, I think. I think that's tomorrow, is it up? Uh, yes. Hopefully, you know the Nets can turn around. KD's back, and when Ben Simmons comes back, he. You know, takes a step in the right direction, and the Nets will be the most dangerous eight seed ever. Yeah, good for you, man. Imagine you, man, being man. Like, you are in the one seed, and you have to play the Brooklyn Nets. Man, I expect the better for the Nets, man. Yeah, it's all right. Your, your rankings are honestly an absolute debacle. Well, you know, sometimes I wasn't expecting. You could just, because I bet you, because everyone thought, everyone definitely thought Brooklyn Nets, eighth best team. In the East, not even in, in like, the East. Eighth best team in the East, yeah. I yeah, mean, who, who would have thought? You would have known this. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I would have thought. Skip Bayless uh, definitely predicted that. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I would have thought. Memphis Grizzlies automatically 40 wins. I mean, well, talking about the Memphis Grizzlies, John Moran's been unreal. He's yeah. looking like MVP D Rose. He is might be the one of the most untouchable and highest value players in the league right now, period. Um, he was putting Zion, who hasn't played all year to shame. He just came off a 52 point game. Then he had that that ridiculous dunk with the buzzer beater, too. He's just he's an exciting player to watch. It's really watching vintage D Rose. So we haven't, we haven't brought up this name in a while. Uh, our good friend Colin Coward, mm. and he brought up that he says he's kind of we've kind of seen this, like he's seen this with him, with like John Morant's style of play compared to guys like Russell Westbrook and John Wall, the super hyper act, uh, hyper athletic guys. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to like disagree with them because that's like the thing to do. But like I'm not going to agree with them, but I'm not going to completely disagree with them. He, John Morant's was how old was he? 22, 23. You know he could easily take a step forward and be obviously better than those guys like at their peak, or he could fall in that category. I mean, I would love to be in a category of Russell Westbrook. That's the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard. And John Wall, come on, don't forget about John. Russell, forget the other guys. You can say whatever you want about D. Rose. It's very nostalgic, but Russell Westbrook is an all-time great, a Hall of Famer, and one of the best point guards of all time. And an MVP. And an MVP. If you say, oh, he's going to end up like Russell Westbrook, I'm thrilled. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I would say if, 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 you're, if your floor is Russell Westbrook and John Wall, those, those are all, at the very least, all NBA, all all-stars. So those guys are MVPs. Yeah, yeah and... Yeah, and also like at one point there, one point of the time of those and those guys' careers, they carried like they carried their franchises, they carried teams, they carried their teams. I mean, yeah, that, that's just awful. So even Russ now is get like as much hate as he deserves. He's definitely inefficient, turning the ball too over too much. He's getting way too much hate. Like let's slow the roll a little bit. Who Russ? Russ. 
Oh, well, he hasn't been playing that great. No, no, I understand. He's been great. I mean, I think even so far this year, he has a. Well, I, w- I would say it doesn't help that he is playing in LA and like the media is just vicious. Yeah. I think he's getting like, does he deserve criticism for his turnovers? Yes. Is he getting any, you know, you don't realize what he's bringing to the team as well. I think if Russell, Russell's off this team, this Lakers team is like bottom of the West. Bron is struggling out there. The rest of the team, other than, I mean, AD is obviously a, a day-to-day Davis. He can't play more than two, three games in a row. LeBron's by himself. Russ is probably the best third option in the league. I actually know Ben Simmons is the best third option in the league. Okay, easy there. Hasn't played the whole entire season, right? Who would you take right now? Is that Russ or Ben? Uh, John Wall. Next question. So that answers my question. And then the rest of the team is incompetent. Like, like LeBron has taken a lot of bad teams and elevated them up, and this team is really bad. I will, like, it's easy. I, I don't know if I can defend LeBron really with this team because he kind of assembled this team, like, on his yeah, own. I give him the past look because he's assembled like five or six teams, and like five of them won championships, or at the very least, got to the final. That's what um, I'm saying, but he's, yeah, he's I think not, it's just a lot of older guys, and it's just a lot of it didn't make sense in mesh, so yeah. be it. And LeBron's 37, you he know. got you a chip, you you won a title, he, he got you a chip, although like people kind of don't really remember it because it's a it was in the bubble and people kind of want to people want to forget about it, but yeah, it's, when it comes it's, down it's, to it, you want an NBA title, yeah, exactly. You, would you take a bubble title right now? I take a bubble title. I would, but it's also, but it's like, there's also like some of that stigma of, uh, I would like to win it. What the Mickey Mouse? Mickey Mouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Mickey Mouse, just like how his only career accolade is a the bubble MVP. That's his only career accolade. That's that's depressing. He's getting, really... he's getting a nice trophy at the end of his career that just says never ran from the grind. It, does that does that go up there with Mitch Trubisky's Nickelodeon MVP? It's it's right there. Okay. But prayers at the dame. That's besides the point. Free my man. But unbelievable. Yeah, the Lakers are awful. Lakers and are awful. But speaking of the bubble, though, that that produced some of the best basketball I've ever seen in my life. Like that, that was crazy. It was like it's awful for the players. Should it happen again? No, it's terrible for their mental health. They can't box people up and force them no. in like a chamber of basketball. But wow, were the storylines good? The random players going off like TJ Warren. I mean, that Phoenix team. We got a sneak preview to what they'd become because they were the worst team in basketball by far and won eight straight games and also made the playoffs. It was a very, very crazy basketball. And it made also people like Jimmy Butler. Well, it felt like Jimmy was kind of, like he had like a little bit of because the reputation was, you know, he kind of bounced around with these other teams fairly quickly. And then he, you know, he, he led he, that team. He was giving. He was playing the entire game, every waking moment, and giving LeBron work, 
in the bubble. Yeah. Tyler Hero was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah it, was, it, was, it was crazy times. Exactly. And then you saw guys like PG falter and obviously came out. I mean, like he clearly had mental health, mental health issues, being boxed in a hotel room for months, not seeing his family. Like that tends yeah. to happen. That's why it's a terrible environment. It's awful for the players. But, it's you know, awful. watching as a fan is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But, you know, was, you, but you know what wasn't cool? The NBA dunk contest that I watched none of it. Well, I watched I watched none of it live. I've stopped it watching is. it after last year, and I also saw highlights because I was at work. And wow, 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 was it god awful? I'm starting off with Cole Anthony. He was playing on Tim's for like ten minutes, missed a couple dunks, advanced. Everybody, I mean, Obi Toppin, he did like all right dunks, and he won. Even Stephen A. Smith said the Knicks finally got a trophy. Like hide it in the closet somewhere. Yeah, like I remember, I, I I went to the bathroom, I brushed my teeth, I got ready for bed, and next thing I look at the TV and Obi Toppin's there standing there. And I'm like, oh, he, it's over. It won. He won. It's just I get these guys aren't the best dunkers in the world. I I know that they're here for their other basketball skills, but either you got to get some form of superstars or star power in the dunk contest. That's square one. But if you can't do that, at least get some guys from either the G League or in the league that are spectacular dunkers. I know they exist. I've seen Mac McClung all over his Instagram story throw like 500 degree dunks behind the back, slams his head at the rim. Why, Why can't I see some Mac McClung action? I think, well, I think like there is. Look, I think it's fair to say guys like Vince Carter ruined it. He, he ruined it for all of us. Now, how about Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, even? The bar was set so high with Vince Carter. No one talked about the dunk contest until like Dwight Howard with like the Superman dunk. And then like I Blake really Griffin, who, who like jumped even... over at Kia. And then it took another five, six years until yeah. Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. But at least, like, if you're not going to give us, like, I mean, sorry, if you're not going to give us good dunks, at least give us some star power. Give us some guys we recognize. You tell me there's no way that Donovan Mitchell is coming back for another dunk contest. Tell me there's no way Ja would do it. Pay them whatever you got to do. Put a product on the court. Like, Bobo. Like I don't like I want I want to throw some dunks if he if he came out and just did like a reverse dunk I'd be like oh my god <laughs> I remember when Javale McGee did it like when and he should have won by the way shouldn't shouldn't have Blake Griffin don't care don't at me when Blake Griffin jumped over a Kia he jumped over the hood of a Kia I rest he my jumped case. over the center of the Kia he no. he he jumped over the hood of a Kia. You couldn't jump over a, a, a deck of cards. He jumped over a Kia. It would have been I don't, me jumping over a deck of cards would have been more interesting. All right, but like, let's have some fun. Like, who? Like, like, I, 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 I kind of get it. It's like, okay, you brought in. I, I don't even know the other people's names. You brought in a guy from Golden State. I guess cool. Here you go, but like, who cares? And like, it, it's really hard to change it up because you can't really change it up. It's just like 
you got these guys got to do their dunks and they got to it's got to be good and they can't do it and like if you do it more than three attempts then what then what are you doing like like that should be also the card off like you you have two three attempts and if you can't do it you get no points like like kind of like move it along like you can't you can't be like you know you can't keep doing the same dunk all the time and i th- i think people just also are just the luster is just gone with it. Like, it's just, uh, it's I, that. that was cool. You gotta see cat, cat won a three point contest. That was tough. But that's the that's only good contest that they really have. Skills but, contest, no one has ever liked that. It's okay, but it, it's, it's better than a dunk contest, that's for sure. Like, dunk contest is awful. It is awful. It is awful. It is awful. The Obi the Obi Toppin dunk where he like put the what well, he hit the ball on the on the the black backboard and he put it in like he probably did a layup. Like I understood what he was trying to do, but it looked like a layup. Like I, I'm I'm sorry. Like I don't care. It just sucks. It sucks. The whole it's, the only way it's saved is you get you get good dunkers. You get star power mm-hmm. and you and these guys just hit it like for a second try. And you don't have guy trying to prove, oh, you can dunk with Tim's on. Who would have thought? Never in never in history of dunking, you can dunk with shoes that aren't basketball shoes. I would have rather have seen Miles Garrett in the dunk contest. For like, fun, when at the Rutgers game, they brought out like the Cherry Hill 8U basketball team for halftime. <laughs> Just get just bring in the under nine A local AAU team just to do like like a mini like do like a five on five. I'd have a squad. Great I would have like it would be like okay cool. I want to see. Some- I want to see ten. They hit listen to NBA. I want to see ten like ten year olds go up against like one guy, one NBA player. I remember like then like the NFL mascots did that against like this like it's like a like a. Pop yeah, Warner they, team, and the, they I think absolutely they, the, annihilated. I think Blue rocked the, the absolute piss out yeah. of the little kid. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like I want to see like that commercial where a- AD comes back and swats the kid. He said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you remember that that old commercial? I think I remember it. Blocked by Davis, and he's yelling in the kid's face in the commercial. Replace it with something good. <laughs> All that I care is the highlight of All Star Weekend was seeing Jared Allen roll up in his like in regular clothes. In his, like, in his but the thing is though, people are slandering him for being normal. Like, he bro was wearing like a hoodie, some jeans, and some vans. He's wearing stuff that we would wear. Yeah, like people wanted him to roll up in like designer head to toe. He's like, I didn't know I was supposed to be here. The, the, yeah. my, the, my favorite meme was when someone posted the photo and was like, he looks like he would kill you in Smash. I'm like, yeah. He does. He, he's a very avid Smash player. I just want to give. He I also released a story too. He said that the entire team forced him to buy an iPhone because he has an Android, and they don't let him, they didn't let him in the group chat because he has green bubbles. He is an Android man. You, you can easily get a group me. Do you guys use group me? Come on, guys. Oh my god. Sorry, it's it's only for college. College. I do use group me, but yeah, it's I just it's just funny. Too. Jared Allen just really generous energy. I love him. I miss him. I want to give that guy a hug. Like he should he not seems be like this slander, to hang man. Out with. Yeah, he's real down to earth. He did, literally is a multimillionaire, and he 
wears jeans and plays Smash by himself at home. Yeah, and wears like the same sweatshirt with like the strings, but it's not really like a sweatshirt. It's like more of like a light sweatshirt. With, yeah, like, the same like, like gray, the black, white. Yeah, it's like the the same like striped, a uh, horizontal striped like gray, black, white combination. Mm. It, it's classic. classic. It's like it's a, a like a nice Abercrombie fit. Exactly. American exactly. Eagle, right down that alley. Hollister, all all that stuff, all that stuff. Like, I definitely used to rock that on the daily in middle school. Dude, like Abercrombie and Finch, all that's like all mm. those stuff. That, like middle school, out like fourth, like from the start, like fourth, fifth grade, that to like eighth grade, maybe a little bit in freshman year. Like that was peak Abercrombie and Finch. We we need to talk about more crappy pop culture stuff. Well, talking about quality pop culture though, uh-huh. this album is okay. an absolute banger. We had, you know, the man's making waves, right? He's changing the culture. People are trying to be like him. People want to be him. You know, we got popping. We had outside with Thug. We had, you know, racks with Gunna, which are absolute bangers. You know, more music videos coming. Uh, the deluxe is coming soon with Uzi, and hopefully the Drake feature comes on the deluxe. That'd be different. A Drake feature would put him like he's like like low mainstream now. Yes, he sold around 35k, I believe, first week, which is phenomenal for an album like that for Yeet, who is just like a nobody four months ago. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, no, he outsold Corday. Corday sold like 32k, and he, you know, he's a guy that's been on the scene, and obviously, lyrical rap isn't in right now. I have not heard Corday's name in like feels like forever. Like yeah, it's, it's just because like, oh, it's, it's definitely not Don Arley's name. It's just lyrical rap. If your name is not J. Cole or Kendrick, nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, like like 2018 to 2019. That was that was it. Like right there, mm-hmm. kind of. So it, it's gonna be tough for him. And don't get me wrong, he's a phenomenal MC and a great lyricist, and he's up with those guys with wordplay and stuff like that. But it's just it's just not in right now, so it's not gonna do numbers. Exactly, especially if you're not going to evolve. Yeah. Then I know this is a guy that I originally praised on his first album, but MGK needs to go. He's watching him at the NBA All Star Weekend, meshed in with the album that he's about to put out now, and you know the single that he put out before it is, is, like, is a is it another pop punk album. Yeah, that's his that's his genre now, and wow, like. The first time I was like, wow, like maybe this is different for him. He did it well. And it's one of the, dare I say, better pop punk albums ever. And I say this only because it was well executed from where he came from. And like, obviously, there's not that many great pop punk albums from like right off the rip. Listen, that's square one. A lot of it comes off as very corny. And he did a good job with Travis Barker. It was it was it was all right. If I, if we if I retroactively reviewed it it would probably be more negative um but because I, I gave it a fairly positive rating i think it, i, I, I think gave it, like it a six. six i think i gave it like a six or something i think that was our consensus rating was a six yeah. out of ten. yeah but it would probably but like a maybe like a i four. honestly it's fine but the thing is with this some of these new songs that you have to take a listen to them it, it's unlistenable um, there was one girl on TikTok I was laughing. She goes to music school and she was talking about his vocal range, and he has a two. She oh. said he has a she he has a two note it, vocal range. It's have you heard? I don't think you've heard his Paramore Misery Business cover. No, I have not. 
when the chorus hits. It's it very is, flat. It, it is so one-dimensional. So one-dimensional. He's a one-trick pony. He's got nothing. He's got nothing on. He pulled out all, all his tricks, smoke screens, whatever you on that first time. All nothing it, left. All of these, how you say, corny pop punk, all those leads, all those vocalists, just knock vocal him, building. just knock him out of the park. Like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, to, uh, Travis Barker's former bandmate in Blink One Eight Two, Tom DeLonge. Like his his range is in blows him out of the water. Haley Williams from Paramore. And people always like to say it's like these guys get touched up by autotune, but you know what? Even though you're autotune, you still need to hit notes to be autotuned. Like you still need to have range to sound good with autotune. Yeah. If you are flat, you will sound flat, but with autotune on top of it. Yeah. And that's what it, that's what it sounds like. It just seems like he's going through the motions. You know, it's. And then I remember, you know, he's had this whole beef with Slipknot. And I'm just like, oh my god, I just want to bang my head to a wall. Yeah, beef for everybody. Yeah. Um. Good for him. He got, he got the girl of his dreams. That's about that. You you peaked, bro. The girl of, making music. Yeah. It's it's really just it's just it's just corny. You're making music for 14 year old girls. Yeah, and especially it, like some more of the comments of him resurfacing back when he was like 18. No, he was 23 years old talking about like Kylie and those clips. And it's just he's gross. If you want, He's making like, music for 14-year-old girls for a reason. Yeah. The man's weird. If you want a good pop punk, just listen to Blink-22, Sum 41, listen to Not Paramore. The offspring are okay. They're the offspring. Um, who else are there? New they have Found a couple, Glory. They have a yeah, New Found Glory. A newer band is Neck Deep from the UK. They're pretty good. I like some of their songs. Mm. Uh, neck deep. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's a band called Water Parks that are pretty good as well. Um, I know you're a Maroon Five fan. Their first album is pretty good. <laughs> their first album is pretty good. It's just once you burst on the scene, it's hard to have the same hunger and drive and putting in like a collective project. Yeah, it, it, you know, yeah, you don't have that drive, you know, that power. Especially if so you about. have two options, it's like you can make something different. And, you know, you could work like crazy hours or like make something with a formula that's going to make you a lot of money. It's the, it's selling out. And I can't blame them because I'd probably pick that option too. I already made the album of my dreams right here and it put me on the scene. Now I could do the other option and be a multi, multi-millionaire. I get it. Another band I forgot. You guys make fun of me. For my shirt, shout Boston Manor. Oh, great I love band. this. That's a good shirt. Right. It's a great. It, I love that shirt. But they're an even better thing is their debut album. Mm. Or is it or album? Is it was it their first album? Uh 2016 album. It's really, really, really good. So MGK, just MGK, just go away. Look at that. Look at that work. Look at that rhyming. We're going to be taking more of a step into the pop culture route. You know, you see, start talking a little bit about what's going on in our lives. What are people talking about? We can get a nice, like, conservative old man opinion from Evan. Thanks. Um, and we'll get the, uh, the new hip in statement from me. You know? like, I don't know, like when they- <laughs> what's that supposed to mean? 
I can even start talking about shoes, if anything. I, I got all excited. I just got a pair of marina blue ones. Put, uh, put on the white laces. I haven't saw them. Uh, I got a pair of UNC Jordan 6s coming in. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited. There's a lot of stuff coming out. What I am, what I, well, I was <laughs> contemplating this. What, the Yeezy Boost 700 version 2 is re-releasing on the 5th, but they retail for $300. Will I get them? No. Do I want them so badly? Yeah, it's a very pretty shoe. It's a very comfortable shoe. Kanye puts out like those dad shoes are ridiculously comfortable, especially with Adidas Boost foam. That like as you could as an avid um, Boost wearer, you can attest to the fact how comfortable those shoes are. Yeah, definitely. You big big ultra boost guy. Even wearing them. We used to be matching back in the yeah. day. You you stole my fit, man. You you always stole you always stole my fit. <laughs> How did we even figure that out? No way. Did you get the map or did we just show up one day? We're like, wow, we're wearing the same shoes. I genuinely had no clue. It was in 2018, right? It was right around there. It was the end of high school. Yeah, it was like, yeah, end of high school. I remember school. I bought them with my graduation money and uh, senior year. So if you remember getting them earlier in the year, you got me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think I don't, honestly, I don't think I had them high school. I think it was that summer. I got you. By like probably, let's say three weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, another show is coming out too. On the 7th or 8th, the Yeezy slides are restocking in two colors. And I, that I'm going to try and get because they go for 60 and they're such, they're very nice slides. I want a nice pair of slides. It go around with a nice pair of slides. I know you don't like a lot of things that's easy, but you can get along with those those slides. All right. If it's not one of those foam whatevers. No, not the foam runners, the slides. Uh, okay. If it, it look how decent, I'm not going to style consider them. I'll say I don't hate them. Okay. That's a W. You know, Evan is just, he's a trendsetter. And also, I'm not spending 300 bucks on a Whatever, but also a Kanye. How about his homie AB performing at Rolling Loud? He's a headline. I mean, Kanye's headlining. Sorry, my apologies. Ye is headlining, and you got AB performing right before him. I can't wait to see it. Honestly, he doesn't have that many songs. He even has an album. I don't even know if he knew that he has an album, but I want to see it. I want to be there an and witness. AB is probably an electric performer. Honestly, he has an album. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. He's at the pit and at the palace. He's gonna be an electric. He's, he's definitely yeah, crowd surfing. Oh my god! There's, there's a. You've seen those stages. There's a quite the gap. <laughs> Which, I mean, between between uh, people and potentially breaking a bone in your body. But uh, I love maybe, I, like as much of a, let's say menace as he is in people's eyes. He has gotten too much hate. I want to see the man be happy. Whether if it's not a football, so be it. He's an icon. Kanye and AB is nothing but W's. I couldn't have disagreed more than that statement. You're just not an AB fan. You can't grow on Kanye though. You gotta watch it. His uh, I'm, t- I'm talking about AB. 
All right. I want yeah, to no, see you watch that Kanye documentary because that that documentary makes me want to like get up and work. Like I watch it, I'm like, wow, well, I gotta like flip my life around, start grinding and like make beats every day, and then I'll be famous. <laughs> like that's that's what that makes you feel like. Like it's it's, it's a great it's, story. It's funny because like I'm watching like Bojack Horseman, and that's like the most like depressing show to yeah, watch. I've heard. After you yeah. finish it, please you gotta watch Kanye documentary. I'm yeah. telling you it's life changing. It, and it, it might be crazy it might be a good thing so much into existence it's like clips of him in like the late 90s being like i'm gonna write my grammy speech and it's just saying you'll have to see it. it might be a good thing i'm watching bojack horseman first and then and then the come up and, and then the come up there you go but yeah so and then i think our final pop, pop culture statement is what's what's your review here on so far on the fresh prince ballet reboot was it like episodes episodes i think i'm i think it's like six episodes tomorrow next episode comes out tomorrow so far i like it i hate carlton and i love the show i like it um i think i think they could have have nailed the character the casting of will smith they executed will very well it's he i think he's incredible if if they if he was like at the very best mediocre the show would have failed mm-hmm. but he has charisma he has the same he, facial he, just or, as much as will smith they have the outfits they have the shoes they have the yeah. personality yep it's it's perfect that's perfect the only real flaw i think of is when he went to do that one dunk and it was so clearly cut where he's like going like this to spin and it like pans over to him slamming it <laughs> that that made me laugh a little bit but the only thing is, like, I feel like I don't remember in the Fresh Prince Carlton being so much of an ass. Like, he was, was he, he was never? No, he was never an ass. He was just was a dirty. Yes. So was he stuck up? Yeah. Was he a little bit of a weirdo? Yeah. Was he a flat out druggy asshole? No. That that wanted his cousin to fail. But no, is really. it's one of like, but did they do a good job of creating a character that brings out emotions in you and makes you want to keep watching it? Yeah, they it, it needed honestly, like it's crazy. It's like Carlton makes me want to go to the next episode and like so I get angry about him. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a good show. It's good. Um, I think like our age demographic is like the perfect sort of range for this show uh, yeah, that's, that's all, a target yeah well it's good it, it's a good show it don't it's i mean plus you, everybody, it's, people who grew up on the fresh prince as well as people who you know set in a modern era so it's more understandable it's done well yeah but don't have the expectations that it's going to be just like the original, because it's very much not. No, it's its its own thing. It's its literally, it's a, it's a reboot. It, it's one of the better reboots I've seen, for sure. Because there have been some bad ones. The, I mean, the Full House one was very forgettable. I forgot they had... Oh, my God. I forgot they had that. Especially the Olsen twins in a return. Mm-hmm. And, um, Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yeah. But uh, this one succeeded. I want to see a Seinfeld reboot. Now they can't make the Seinfeld reboot. Hell Kramer. He fell off the deep end, didn't he? Yeah. He, re- he really. Oof. Yeah. Oof. But Jerry, Jerry's hysterical. I love Jerry. Yeah. No, noted Net, Met fan, 
Keith mm-hmm. Hernandez. Yeah. I'm Keith Hernandez. That's also on, on Netflix too now. Is it really? It is. I was like, hmm. Mm. Might have to tune into some Seinfeld. Yeah. But I feel like that's that's all we got today. We got a little bit more out than I expected. I'm glad we got to talk about a little more pop culture today. Evan, what, what do you got for me? You got any closing statements? If you want to find another sport to watch that will fill your time with no uh, baseball, watch Formula One. It's actually a lot of fun. And uh, we might next, have to look into that. And their next season of Drive to Survive on Netflix is coming out next Thursday, the 11th. Beautiful. We need anything uh, to fill tenth, the void that baseball tenth. left in my heart. 11th? 10th? Or is that Friday? The 11th. All the right. 11th. As per usual, check out the socials, Toast in the Morning. Our website, toastinthemorning.com. Tune in. Check it out. Everybody, please have a blessed Holy Week and a phenomenal day.